0: Hey there, it's Lisa and welcome to the Victorious Life TV broadcast. As always, I'm excited to be here with you on this Thursday evening. And you know, as many of you may know, uh, this week was really special or I should say last weekend. My son got married, Vince got married to Ashley on Saturday and it was one of the most joyous days of my whole entire life you know, since the day he was born. And if you have any children that have gotten married, then I'm sure you understand this. Um, And so it's been, uh, needless to say, it's been like an emotional last few days. Um, And then on top of that, you know, I'm just transparent. I want to share my heart with you. Um, I had a a really like disturbing dream on, um, I think it was, Sunday night, Sunday night, I had a disturbing dream and I dreamt that the house that I was in was, there was water coming toward the house and it ended up that the house was like floating on water and the water just kept coming and coming and coming and, you know, I just remember, you know, just that feeling and I remember waking up in the morning and I said, Lord, what was that, you know? And I thought, well, is it just like all my emotions? And I had heard about Hurricane Michael that they were talking about that was going to be coming, but, you know, to Florida, but they said it was a category two. And I thought, you know, and all all I remember is waking up in the morning and the dream was so vivid. And I thought, where is this tsunami? Where is this happening around the world? And then I remember hearing about um, Hurricane Michael, but they said that it was going to be coming, and that it was um you know category two and all that and then, needless to say, it exactly what I dreamt of is when I saw the images on the TV i just I just put my hands down and so anyway, needless to say, I just want to start this broadcast with saying that and and I know that you will all agree with me that we are praying for the people in Florida that have been affected by this horrible hurricane and also for the families and friends of those who have been affected I just want you to know we pray for you we bless you we are praying for restoration for you and Lord I just pray your peace to be with the families, Lord, and the the ones who were lost, Lord. I just pray that they're with you. They're not lost, but they are with you, Lord. And Lord, we just thank you. We praise you, Lord, that you are a good God. You are not the author of destruction. And Father, we just give you all praise, honor, and glory. And we magnify the name of Jesus. You know, it is going to be an awesome day when those of us who have Christ in us just imagine if every Christian the people that have Christ in them really and truly understand the authority that they've been given you know and I haven't arrived either but I will tell you that I'm a lot further than I used to be and like I, you always hear me say I'm going after it and I am going after it and I'm going after it even right now as we speak and I I just regret that when I had the dream You know, I probably, I think what I did was I just said, where is this happening? And I turned on the news instead of just right there praying, no Lord, you know, and just coming against it. So, I mean, I apologize for that, you know, and it's just, I really and truly pray, you know, for the day and, and for those of you watching who have Christ in you. We we all, we need to band together. We need to stand up and exercise the authority that we've been given. And if you don't yet fully understand that, and listen, we're all in a growing process, but make sure, you know, and this wasn't even a topic of tonight's broadcast. What I wanted to talk about was, was what do you really want? And you know, but it does tie in because one of the things that I know that I want personally is to be able to, you know, if I know that there's a hurricane coming in my area, or we had really, really horrible winds about two weeks ago at night, like 10 o'clock at night, stuff started blowing, and I literally stood up, I said, no, I come against this, and I took my authority, and within minutes, it just subsided. It just subsided. and But I didn't do it for Florida, and I wish I had. And all of us, we need to stand up, and we need to speak with the authority that God's given us. Jesus commanded, he spoke to the wind and the waves and they obeyed him. And the thing is, is you and I have that same authority. Jesus said, I've given you authority and that the works that I did, you will do and greater works. But how many of us practice living in that, walking in that on a daily basis, right? This is what we need to do. So really the topic of what I wanted to talk about tonight was, you know, when is the last time that you evaluated what do you really want? What do you really want? Because And I'm telling you, you know, we're so busy in our day-to-day lives. You know how quickly the days go, the weeks go, the months go, the years go. Before you know it, 10 years have gone by, 15 years have gone by. My son just got married. You know, next thing you know, and I can't wait, you know, I mean, they're not pregnant yet. They don't have children yet. And if you saw the little boy in the video... Um, with, when I was dancing with my son, that was um, his wife's nephew. So in any event, I can't wait to be a grandmom. So, I mean, I, that's going to just be the next awesomeness. But in any event, what do you really want? You know, some of you, many of you, you may work a job where it's maybe a nine to five. You know, and maybe it's what you want to be doing and maybe it isn't. You know, maybe it's a stepping stone and maybe you have dreams, you know, that are in your heart of things that you want to do. You know that there's more in you that God has placed there. And maybe you've heard other people tell you, well, that's not possible because you've been doing this for so long and blah, blah, blah. Let me tell you something. You know you've heard this before. With God, all things are possible. All things are possible. I worked as a legal secretary for 21 years, made a career change at age 40 to become a nutrition health coach, right? And then a few years later, it was when I really, really learned about, you know, that that people could be healed by the power of God, it was like, hold, stop the press, this is what I want. But I knew that that was something that God placed in my heart right? What is the dream? What are you passionate about that God has placed in your heart? Because I'm telling you right now, it's not too late. Listen, Paul, the Apostle Paul, he was a tent maker by trade, but he was a preacher of the gospel, the full gospel. He preached, he taught, he did, manifesting the works of Jesus, right? Smith Wigglesworth, some of you may know who he is. Others of you may not know. Google Smith Willsworth. He started his ministry at the age of 48 years old. He was a plumber by trade with probably one of the most miraculous, if not the most miraculous healing ministry, you know, like of all time. Uh, I think, I believe it was 23. Some people say 27. There were there were over 20 people raised from the dead in his ministry. I know that... Um, There's a man today by the name of David Hogan who, you know, has seen many people raised from the dead in his ministry as well. But the whole point is, what do you really want? What do you want to see? You know, maybe not everybody wants to have a ministry of healing the sick and everything, but here's the thing. No matter what your function is in the body, right, we are to minister, um, you know, to others, Save souls. You know, maybe your primary thing is saving souls. Maybe your primary thing is saving souls and healing. You know, so in other words, whatever you do in your daily job, for example, that's not who you are. Who you are is God's son or daughter if Jesus is your Lord. And if Jesus, if you haven't made him your Lord yet, it's simple mean it with your whole heart and just say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart, be my Lord and Savior. I believe that God raised you from the dead on the third day, right? To forgive me of my sins and I'm sorry for my sins, right? It's not cookie cutter. It's not a formula. It's just from the heart. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Teach me your ways. Be my Lord and Savior. Guess what? Immediately when you do that, the Holy Spirit will come in. Join with your spirit. Your spirit is instantly made brand new, but your life isn't going to change until you renew your mind. You've got to get into the Word of God, the Bible, right? Get yourself an easy-to-read Bible. I always say this, if you're just starting, you know, for example, maybe the New Living Translation, right, the NLT, New Living Translation, so easy to read. And when you understand what you're reading, it's gonna be hard to put it down. You've got to know what Jesus died for you to have but the good news is he's not dead he's very much alive God the Father raised him on the third day he is seated at the right hand of God forever making intercession for us how through the Holy Spirit okay so Jesus was raised from the dead and when you ask Jesus to come in and be your Lord and Savior Father God now sends the Holy Spirit immediately into your heart now the Holy Spirit is one spirit with your spirit 1 Corinthians 6.17 says that he who is joined to the Lord is one spirit with the Lord. So you have, you know, and Jesus said, I've given you authority over all the power of the enemy, the devil, sin, sickness, disease, death, right? Jesus told us, go and do the works that I did. Go, right? Cast out devils, heal the sick, cleanse the leper, raise the dead, cast out devils, He said, the works that I did, those who believe in me, He said, the works that I do, you will do, and greater works than these because I go to be with the Father. That's John 14, 12. See it for yourself. So, anyway, back to what do you really want? I'm telling you, it's never too late. For me, I want to walk, you know, okay. And you've heard this before. People talk about, you know, having mentors and things like that, right? Who is doing what you want to do, right? Or maybe they're not in the earth anymore, but who has done what you want to do, right? There's, if you can look back or you could probably think of somebody who is walking and what you want to be walking. And for me, for me personally, I want to walk like Jesus. I already walk with him because he's in me. He's with me. He's for me, but I want to walk as he did. And when I think about A person you know in this day and age that can't comes as close to to that as he did I mean I just think of Smith Wigglesworth and so I'm studying the life of Smith Wigglesworth because this is a man who the only book he ever read was the Bible but he had so much revelation and God had told me a while ago no more books but he's bringing me back to there's a book that I'm uh reading right now called Greater Works and it's Smith Wigglesworth. This book has mega pages. It's got I don't know, it's like over um over 500 pages, <laughs> but it's very cool. And I remember, you know, buying it at a conference one time and I read half of it a while ago and then but there's still, you know, a whole another half, but not even straight through, but just kind of, you know, I'm just taking it and reading as I feel led to read with different chapters, you know. But this book right here is really the only book that you need. I'm just mentioning Smith Wigglesworth because when I think about what I really want and a person who has walked in the things that I want to walk in, right, besides Jesus, the Apostle Paul, it's Smith Wigglesworth. And so, um, you know, Catherine Coleman had an an awesome ministry, you know, and I've been told and prophesied over that my ministry will be similar to hers. And, you know, that's all good and fine. But Jesus is my model. Jesus is your model. Jesus is the one that I want to be like. So in any event, I made some notes, but not just a whole bunch. Um, Do you want to be filled with God's power? Then give all of yourself to God. Because he will only fill the parts of your life that you give to him. And if there's a certain part of your life that you're, that you're hesitating in giving to him, then ask yourself why. Sorry, I didn't keep playing with my hair. I just need to get it out of my, out of away from me. Um, just ask yourself, you know, why are you hesitating? Because whatever part you haven't given to the Lord yet, that's an area of your heart that needs to be worked on. You need to get in God's word in that area and make sure that you submit. You cast down your thoughts and say, no, Lord, I'm going to take your thoughts on this, right? Maybe there's something going on in your marriage or your relationship and you just don't want to give in. Knock down that wall of pride because pride goes before the fall. I don't know. That was for somebody. You know, maybe someone hurt you. Okay. Mm, Wow. Holy Ghost. If someone has hurt you, make sure, But and it's out of character for them, make sure that you look at the intention of their heart because a lot of times people don't intend to hurt you. Maybe they said something or did something and you're like, what the heck, right? And you're upset about it. Make sure that you communicate with them. Don't just oust them and rah, You know, talk to them like, You know, I saw that you did this. Can you just tell me what was going on in your heart when you did that? I'm telling you, a soft answer turns away wrath. A soft answer prevents arguments and that's in the book of Proverbs, right? You can even Google it and it will show you what scripture that is. So a soft answer turns away wrath. Make sure that when you're dealing with people, chances are you know their character already So if somebody just hurts you and it was, you know, out of character for them, make sure that you talk to them about it. Don't just treat them according to their action, you know, talk to them. Say, you know, you did this and like, I'm just trying to understand like what's going on or what was going on in your heart when this, you know, when this happened or when you said this, you know, just if you come to people with wanting with an attitude of trying to understand where they're coming from, I'm telling you, things will go so much better for you. Things will go so much better for you because that's wisdom. It's just, it's wisdom. You know, you're not being a doormat, you're just saying, I'm trying to understand this. You know, so in any event, that should help people in relationships. But you wanna be a vessel Of honor and represent your king well what do you really want you know and feel free to put in the comments okay I just got I what just hit my spirit is many of you watching when I just said what do you really want many of you watching just said I want my healing I want to be healed I want my healing whoa Holy Spirit okay so number one you have to understand who you are are. You are God's son. You are God's daughter. You are a child of your king, right? You are a child of the most high God. What does that mean? That means you have authority. Genesis one twenty six and 28, Jesus, oh my gosh, well, God, Genesis, right, gave you dominion over every creeping, crawling thing that moves on the earth. Everything, you have dominion over it. Jesus said, in Luke 10, 19, I give you authority over all the power of the enemy. Okay, so how do you use that authority? You got to speak. Your words. Words, let me tell you something. Everything responds to words. I spoke about this a few weeks ago on the broadcast. Everything in creation responds to words. So how do you exercise that authority? You speak to that disease. You speak to that devil, that unclean spirit. Go! get out now but don't stop there then speak to your body part you know if it's a hand if it's a shoulder if it's whatever it is you speak to it oh my friend dare to believe dare to believe okay someone's writing I wonder sometimes why healing comes easy for me when I need it myself but when I try to pray for others there's a see more so I can't see the whole thing all right so Kimmy Kimmy Lynn, okay, this isn't a Q&A tonight, but I'm seeing this, and it's a valid question, right? It's a question that comes up. So she sees healing for herself. Maybe you see healing when you pray for yourself, but when you go to pray for others, okay, Kim, it might be that you think that they have to you know, okay, because Jesus said, according to your faith, be it done unto you. But with that woman with the issue of blood, she had already purposed it in her heart that once she touched him, she was going to be healed. So that's why her faith, faith pulls like gravity. So, but there are people that Jesus, you know, spoke to, they knew nothing about healing. They didn't know, right? The man who was at the pool, lame for all those years, right? And Jesus said, do you want to be well? well, he didn't know about healing. He didn't know he could be healed, right? And Jesus said, pick up your mat and walk, right? So what I'm saying to you is you're the one with the authority, okay? And that man didn't come to Jesus. Jesus went to him. So what I'm saying is as as one with authority, listen, we can't override a person's will. Like if somebody doesn't want to be well, you know, you're not going to override their will, but if you help them to understand that they can be healed and you help them, you know, to build their faith, or they say, yes, I'd like to be healed. Now you can exercise your authority, your authority, take authority, unclean spirit, come out in Jesus name, right? And then speak to their body. And you believe Jesus said, you will lay hands on the sick and they will, they shall recover. That means there's no option. It's going to happen. You believe it, and you're going to see it. You believe, you speak, and you'll see it. Okay? So, okay, let's see. Um, so you got to take your rightful position as a son or daughter of God. Okay? <laughs> I'm seeing amens, amens, me too. Okay, good. And one of these days I will. I, you know, I haven't really done a Q&A, and I know I should. I probably should, right? If you guys want that comment make sure you leave me some comments and let me know what you want to know about send in some questions you know and I will do a QA. and a so okay here's the other thing if you want to minister healing to other people okay so it's one thing to have Christ in you right but you want to have the baptism of the Holy Spirit because that's for others it's simple all you do is with your heart Father, and you can ask for Jesus to come into your heart and be your Lord, and in the same breath, you know, in the next breath, just ask ask the Father to baptize you with the Holy Spirit, so that you can go out and lay hands on the sick and see them recover. Baptism of the Holy Ghost, right? The baptism of the Holy Spirit, so you can have Christ in you, but you also want the baptism of the Holy Spirit on you, so now you're endued with power to go and do the works that Jesus did I hope that makes sense okay somebody says still waiting for the manifestation of my healing okay that means that you don't believe that it's done yet okay if you're waiting to see the manifestation okay so here's the thing well all right let me back that up because sometimes you speak like for example when my husband had that Frankenstein looking bolt growing out of his neck I commanded that thing to dry up at the root. I cursed the seed and the root of it and I commanded it to die now. Just like the fig tree that withered away that Jesus spoke to at the roots. I said, and I, we are gonna see manifestation and I wanna see it quickly. Well, it took a couple of days before I started to see it and within seven days it was completely gone. Why? But I knew because I knew that it was done and I knew that it was in motion that's the thing you've got to realize that when you speak to something and you really believe in your heart that it's done listen get a visual that thing is like a spinning top in motion headed for that target and you got to know it and don't do not agree with anything else don't consider anything else anything else someone just said that they need healing for their heart for forgiveness i don't know if that's If you need to forgive someone or if you need to forgive yourself and if you need to forgive someone else okay here's how you do that from your heart there was a time that I had a hard time you know with someone way back you know in my past and it was hard and I remember crying out to God this was oh man over 20 years ago saying Lord you know I want to but I don't know how like help me I don't know how and so what God showed me, and this is, this will help you, you have to forgive people because, you know, how did Jesus do it? My gosh, they spit on him. They punched him. They ripped the beard out off of his face. They put the crown of thorn on, thorns on him. You know, he could have called down legions of angels any second, and they would have been all wiped out. But Jesus had the understanding that they didn't know what they were doing. Anyone who's not walking with the Lord truly They can say they're a Christian, but you know what? Actions speak louder than words. Don't just listen to words. Pay attention to what what are the actions. And I don't mean just a one-time thing, you know, where, where you're trying to understand, like, where did this come from, like I talked about earlier. But if you need to forgive someone, you can forgive them because you need to have the wisdom. The mind of Christ says, they don't, they didn't know what they were doing. They looked like they knew what they were doing. Those Roman soldiers, when they were beating Jesus and pulling the beard, they looked like they knew what they were doing. They didn't know what they were doing or they never would have done it. People that don't know what they're doing, they're deceived. They're, they're deceived by the enemy. Sometimes they're just, you know, there's a spirit operating there. So you need to forgive them because Jesus said to, and deal with them with the understanding that they're deceived. They don't know what they're doing. Look at Stephen, young Stephen, who was stoned. Oh my gosh, and Paul, the Apostle Paul, who wasn't the Apostle Paul yet, he was Saul, at the time, probably gave the order. He stood there, you know, holding the coats of the people that were stoning Stephen. Oh my gosh, and what did Stephen do? He, he cried, but he said, forgive them. Forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. And that was the same thing Jesus did. Now, if you need to forgive yourself, this is something I also dealt with. You have to forgive yourself because whatever you did, you didn't really know what you were doing or you you wouldn't have done it. And the thing is, is Jesus has already forgiven you. If you are truly sorry about anything in your heart, you've repented for it. You're sorry. You've told God, I'm sorry. He's already forgiven you. So who are you not to forgive yourself? Are you higher than our Lord? No. So you need to get into agreement. I need to forgive and I need to be forgiven as well. Tanya, well, now you know how to do that because I just explained it. Maybe, you know, feel free to rewind this. Listen, forgive because we need to forgive people because they don't know what they're doing. You know something? When you operate in wisdom with the mind of Christ, you're not going to let... Insults will come at you. Things will come at you and you'll just like a shield and you'll just love people anyway. Doesn't mean you have to hang out with them, right? Doesn't mean you have to hang out with them, but you're going to protect yourself from letting that stuff get in you. Gosh, on Instagram the other day, I had someone that... They said they were a Satanist. They were cussing me out. It was disturbing. And I'm reading these comments. I'm like, oh my gosh. And I'm thinking they are so deceived. They have no idea what they're doing. And so I just blocked them, of course, because it was really offensive and abusive and, you know, to other people watching too, but, uh, or reading the comments, but I know that they don't know what they're doing. And listen, I'm not saying it doesn't hurt when it's someone close to you or someone that you didn't expect something from but again deception deception is a horrible thing but when people finally see the light and listen all of us before we were saved we were in deception we didn't know what we were doing we did things that were nobody wants to remember right really this is the truth forgive others and forgive yourself because this is how you love God and you love people so, I know I kind of got off topic tonight, but this was so necessary. Think about what do you really want. You want to be healed? Let the Holy Spirit saturate Christ in you. Saturate every part of your body. Imagine it. Visualize it. like Literally, let the Holy Spirit infiltrate. Remember, your spirit and his spirit. One spirit let him saturate you spirit soul and body you know we don't have more time but if we did i just i wanted to say if you're also yeah somebody just wrote forgive lest you should be forgiven yeah bonnie exactly jesus said right as you forgive then your father in heaven will forgive you so i mean but the whole thing is if you're in unforgiveness it's pride it's selfish it's agreement with the devil not agreement with God. And when you agree with the devil, you thats you open the door for the devil to have access into your life. Don't do that. Full agreement with the Lord. I'll read you one scripture and then we're going to close. In John fourteen thirty, in the Amplified Bible, right? Jesus said, I will not talk with you much longer for the ruler of this world is coming. He has no power over me. He has nothing in common with me right? He said, there is nothing in me that belongs to him. You got to make sure there's nothing in you that belongs to the enemy, nothing in common, no agreement with the enemy, right? He said, Jesus said, but I do as the father has commanded me so that the world may know that I love the father and that I always do what the father has instructed me to do. He said, I act in full agreement with my father. That's what we need to do. That's what you need to do. That's what I need to do. No access to the devil. So think about what do you really want and go for it. All right. I love you. I bless you in Jesus name. If this has been a blessing to you, make sure that you share this on your social media. Make sure that you follow me on Instagram too. I'm starting to do more stuff there. And um, I just love you. I bless you. Please share this on your social media. Let's advance God's kingdom together. And yes, Tanya, praise God. All glory to God in Jesus' name, right? Amen. Well, I love you. I bless you in Jesus' name. And I will see you next time. Thanks for watching. All right, God bless you.